J.R. Smith is the MVP of the Golden State Warriors. Serena pulls out of the French, and I'm in her place. And the University of Washington plays Florida State for the Collegiate Softball World Series. <laughs> this is Sports Without Balls. Holy cow. A perfect score. 10 point He hacked at the 2 0, now the 2 1. Wide drive. Hello again, everyone. This is Sports Without Balls. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, Sports Without Balls fans, family, friends, zookeepers. We're back in the booth. ATC Studio live from Burbank, California. Wow. No prizes to give out. So fancy. In the corner, we have Aaron. Go Cards. And Welcome back, Yachty. Did you just say Go Cards? Oh, yeah. I remember yes, this about yes, you. Yep. You seem like such a nice guy. Oi. Oh, Ooh. right off the bat, tension Ooh. in the booth. Tension oh. in the booth. If uh, if my regulars don't uh, recognize the sweet, sweet, sweet dulcet tones of one of my favorite guests, she's back, Lisa Dickey. Sweet, sweet dulcet tones, that's me. Sweet, sweet dulcet tones. Yeah, um, Lisa Dickey is not only uh, a fantastic sports enthusiast, uh, she is a, uh, a world-renowned published author. Uh, she is a killer softball player. Yeah, baby. Uh, she's staying hydrated. She just had a Rice Krispie treat. And so she's coming to you live. Coming to you live it's from good beautiful to have downtown you back. Burbank. Thank you, Burbank. Aaron Foley, the fabulous Aaron Foley. Um, before we went live, everybody calm down. Uh, we were talking about the what I thought would be the greatest news story um, of all time. And it does work, our, it does weave into sports because dancing is a sport. And that was over the weekend. An FBI agent did several backflips on a dance floor. His gun fell out and he shot someone. But they're going to be fine. So it's now a funny story and not a tragedy. It's, yeah. I mean, and, and I encourage you, if you have not seen this video, that you really yeah. have to tune in and see yeah. this video. Go the guy's got video. the gun stuck down the back of his pants, which I think is not really the way you're supposed to do it, except no. in the movies. No. He does a magnificent backflip. <laughs> the gun comes out. He lunges to grab it. And it goes off, as it does. It goes off, uh, yeah, just, you know, putting the old safety on. I've never held a gun, uh, but I think that's a thing, right? You put the safety on so it doesn't go off? You probably should if you're dancing like a lunatic right. at a bar in Denver, Colorado at 1245 a.m. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, I think uh, one of my favorite things, too, there was a woman uh, that was, you know how they, they bring a woman from the crowd to describe the event? And she was like, it was just like a regular dance, break dance circle. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. You've already, I've already like, I've already had so much joy from the video itself that she just comes on and she's like, it was just like a regular break dance circle. <laughs> um, there's so much going on. Here's the breakdown. Sports Without Balls fans. Um, we've got NBA. We're going to start with some hoops. We got NBA finals. That's going to go right into the WNBA season. Am I going to the Sparks Seattle Storm to watch Masoo Bird play and my lady Sparks on Thursday? Yes, I am. I'm guessing the answer is yes. It is. It's a big fat yes. Uh, so we've got some hoops and then I'm wearing uh, my Kristen uh, Press jersey for the Patreon fans. Uh, thank you always uh, to our uh, Patreon members. Uh, uh, Sports Without Balls uh, or patreon.com slash sports without balls. Go on 
you can donate a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty-five dollars, and you get extra content and all kinds of stuff that I haven't posted yet, but I will. Nobody panic, uh, and that's uh, just keeping uh, keeping the show afloat, doing uh, doing good things for um, the uh, the world of sports. Uh, so we're going to do a U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, new games announced, roster announced for those games throughout the summer, uh, which is super exciting. Um, I'm sitting here across from a Washington Capitals fan. We're talking hockey. All caps, baby. Hashtag all caps. All caps. All caps. Yes. Two games to one. They play tonight. We're recording this on Monday. We'll post tomorrow. So they're playing tonight. Game four. We'll talk about that. And then um, I went real, real, real deep with the Women's College World Series Um uh, a softball World Series, and uh, my sweet, sweet, sweet UCLA. Uh, <clears throat> no, 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 they got that got beat. <clears throat> they got beat uh, twice, not once yesterday, but twice. And, it's always uh, next year. It's it broke next year. It broke, it broke my bro- it broke my, tr- my fragile heart. Oh, uh, so we'll talk about that. But phenomenal games, and the World Series starts tonight. University of Washington versus Florida State, best two out of three, and it's going to be a phenomenal series. It would have been better if my team. Um. J.R. Smith, we recorded this podcast before game one. Uh, uh, Here's what we won't be discussing. Uh, Who's better, LeBron or Michael Jordan? Kill yourselves. But we will be discussing... um, Who's better, LeBron or J.R. Smith? (laughs) (laughs) We are going to be discussing who's better, LeBron or J.R. Smith. What are your thoughts, Lisa? J.R. Smith, all about the... I knew what the score was, so yeah. I decided to dribble all the way back out to the top of the key yeah. and then throw a half-hearted pass to end the game. Yeah. So that makes sense. That totally makes sense. But can I just say one thing about that whole You can. We're debacle. talking for about an hour. Oh, I guess I probably should say you something should, about it. Don't hold back. <laughs> I guess that's kind of the it's point. It's an audio show. First of all, Draymond Green totally stepped into the lane before uh, Hill released the ball on that shot. Okay? So he should have had another shot. That's number one. Okay. Thing one. Then J.R. Smith makes the pass down into the corner. Nobody is talking about this. I don't get this. J.R. Smith makes the belated pass down into the corner. Hill tries to put up a shot. He totally got fouled he by got Green. He got tackled. Green totally, like, knocked him out, but nobody seemed to care. He should have gotten two free throws from that. I'm just saying. Wow. Uh, you are, I feel like you are, are J.R. Smith's best defense right I'm now. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> because he's better than LeBron, so you have to, you have to defend him. J.R. Smith. Wow. Um... I used to, let me tell you my little my little journey with J.R. Smith. Oh, do tell. He was on the Knicks when the Knicks uh he was in that trade that sent uh oh god, J.R. Smith and uh this is when the Knicks gave up. Uh well they've given up a while <laughs> ago, but they sent J.R. Smith and who was the other mm, Ooh, 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 I can see his face. I can, like another shooter. The only two shooters the Knicks had. Don't right? you have an assistant who can look this up? Well, c- you know, Carol, to- Carol's underneath the table. Um, <laughs> Carol! She's, uh, <laughs> she's, she's actually doing fine. She's going to look it up, yeah. right? We've got to stay positive. She's going through a lot. And um, Carol, get it together! Oh, my God. I would cower under the table if you shouted at me like that. Well, you know, it's been like 10 years of just like really like building up. Wow. And uh, sometimes she just needs a, yeah, look, she's smiling. Um, <laughs> I can't exactly remember what the other player was. Carol's going to look it up. Um, Wait, are you a Knicks fan? I'm a crazy Knicks fan. Oh, yeah, it's crazy been, being it's the been, operative word. What the? It's been such a joy. Aaron Foley. Such a joy. Um, 
so whatever they they sent J.R. Smith and a player to be named uh, to the Cavs, and I was really I was so disappointed because J.R. Smith, um, he was fun to watch. He's always been fun to watch because he's like a prankster on the court. And my favorite prank that he did was uh, they were lining up. Someone was on the free throw line, and he tried to um, untie the guy's shoes oh, next to him. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, like, he's like batshit, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but there's always something, and then he can get on a roll and kind of light it up. But, you know, eh. But um, now he's just turned into, like, kind of a dick. He's just been – he's always, like, partial dick, but if he's on your team, you're like, now nah, he's fine. He's like – but I, I have to say, like um, – you can, I don't, there's no, there's, you can't do that. Like you can't in a, in a game one finals, like you, you can't, that can't happen. I'm sorry. You can't forget the score with four you, seconds to go. You really, when you're on the well, free throw line, when you're on the free throw line as a child, as a child <laughs> in a meaningless wreck game, yeah. um, you would know what to do. You think, okay, Aaron, he said he knew. You're just what are you even and then saying? you lie and then you lie <laughs> at least you at least you got to do the Weber calling yeah. the timeout Michigan and be like it just your your body takes over you you say I'm, I'm you apologize you go on an apology tour and you say it's one of those moments where I just I, I just was like oh we have to get the ball and protect it but you don't go yeah, I knew what I was doing. You know, speaking of Chris Webber, the Washington Post did a really um, fabulous compilation of all the worst like moments in sports history when people have just completely screwed up, like Chris Webber calling the timeout, and then the pass to James Worthy in the North Carolina championship game. Mm. Like, and you know, you I watched every single one. I've seen all of them a thousand times. Leon Lett getting the ball knocked oh, down. Oh, you know, Lett. and like I watch them, and you're kind of like, like I don't know why that's so pleasurable in a weird way yeah. like it shouldn't be it's terrible it yeah. like ruins people's lives but then you watch it and you're like well yeah. I'm glad I'm not that guy yeah you butt know? fumble yeah and, oh, and some fumble. of that had no but the crazy thing is like you can watch those moments because a lot of them like the stakes weren't that high mm. you know but the the stakes on this one was so like they Very they high. they really could have won well, they really should have won. They yeah. really should have they won. They really should have won. They could have called a timeout. They had a timeout left. I, did you see the clip this morning? I thought I, I'm not, it could have been released over the weekend, but I just saw it this morning. And I, and I thought, I was just kind of flipping around to like sports shows this morning uh, to see how much um, male sports they'll cover. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they showed a clip of, you know, LeBron's losing his mind, as he should. Right. And um, they all sit down. There's LeBron and then an empty seat, right? And then J.R. Smith and, you know, everyone's just kind of like, you know, and, 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 and LeBron's just like, you know, and he's, he looks up and you can just see him mouth him. He's like, did we have a timeout? And they go, yeah. And he, take, and he, he looked like he, was, he could murder. Yes. And he took a towel over his, and he was just kind of like doing the rocking back and <laughs> forth. And you're like, oh, my God. It really, I did see that because it was, I think it was labeled as like four minutes where LeBron James didn't kill J.R. Smith. Yeah. And it's like yeah. four minutes of them on the bench. And yeah, then yeah, in the middle of it, there is that moment. And it, it's just like. I mean, yeah. in every possible way, he screwed that up. Yeah. So nuts. And the thing is, like, if it was like a Kyle Corver or a Kevin Love, well, it wouldn't it have happened. happened. It <laughs> wouldn't have happened. So I'm, I'm contradicting myself. Yeah, exactly. But it was just J.R. Smith, God. and he's just such a, like, uh, you know, Oof. just such a piece of work that I was like, oh, man. It was, br- it was, br- he, like, ran the opposite way. You know, and it, it was also just like, 
he had like just an easy layup. You know I mean, what I mean? He was, mean? Right he was literally under the hoop, and all of a sudden he's at half court. Yeah, he just like just bolted. So agonizing. I think he should have just kept going and scored for the other. <laughs> just just run all the way and try to make a hoop. Oh no. Um, let me let me put a pin in this and just ask you this: um, Why? Why is it um, that? It's just so maybe because it's the NBA finals, but why do I have to sit through? And I just turn it off now. I turn them all off. Yet another discussion of who's better, LeBron or Jordan. Like, I, I, I can't physically take it anymore. I just don't understand. Can we just talk about it for a minute? I just want to talk about a subject I don't want to talk about. But I guess what I'm saying is why? Let me, t- let me just say this. Why? Well, because we're all dopes who like to talk about these things endlessly. But I do want to just talk about it for one second. If LeBron James manages to come, you even have to admit, if they manage to come back and actually win this series, you got to give it to him. He's better than MJ. Look, you, you, cannot, I wish you, guys <laughs> you cannot compare. This is the whole problem when you go, who's better, Serena Williams or Margaret Court? And you're like, this is insane. No, it's not Serena. Well, I, I just... I've said this before, but I got into one small bar altercation because this big queen was screaming, who's better, Madonna in uh, or Patti Lapone in, uh, don't cry for me, in Evita. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You, you can't compare. Wow. You can't compare. You just can't. Patti Lapone is a Broadway Evita star. I don't want to hear Patty Lapone while I'm backing it up on the dance floor. These are two different genres. <laughs> how, how many times do I? You cannot say who's better, Michael Jordan or LeBron. It's two different errors. It's two different styles of basketball. They both do different things well. LeBron's a fucking tight end and will go through you like the parting of the seas. Michael Jordan was in it was in with like Rick Mahorn, all these bruisers. Like you, you just. It's just too. It's all right. Let's put it this way. Can we just say they're two of the greatest players of all Who's time? Who's better, Jordan or Lupone? <laughs> <laughs> I was already cracking coming into this podcast. AT and T, you motherfucker! This is my specialty: is to drive you crazy. For I just, I, I. This is here's the underlying current. Tell me. And I said this last week, but I'm going to say it again. Say it again. The world, the college softball world series, yes. right? These women are so fierce, so fierce. Some of the best athletes in the country. They just played Thursday night, Friday night, two Saturday, two Sunday. Epic battles. Monday morning, what do we get? Flipping around, Rich Eisen. He's got BJ Armstrong. Dug up BJ Armstrong. I didn't even know BJ Armstrong was alive. And then they start talking who's better, LeBron or Jordan. No mention. No mention. French Open. We've got Sloan Stevens and Madison Keys on a collision course. Nothing. Serena pulls out of the French. Absolutely nothing. Florida State wins, beats UCLA back to back. Five is playing six. All these. Who's better, LeBron or Jordan? Go fuck yourselves. I'm so pissed about this. You guys, Aaron Foley has had it. I'm sweating, you guys. She's sweating, and this is... I'm right, though. Per usual. Where is the content for people that don't want to discuss LeBron versus Jordan? Where is it? It, You know where it is? It's right here. It's right here. Sports Without Balls with Aaron Foley. It's right here. It's right here. This is why I get fired up. You can cover that for five minutes, but please cover something up. Um, J.R. Smith runs the wrong way. 
Um, we're going to put him back on the bus. Go back to the men. We're going to put right back yeah, on the bus. Because um, I want to. I want to. Uh, I, I want to ask you a couple more questions, and we're going to talk WNBA. All right. Um, at first, I didn't like these finals. I didn't want the Cavs Warriors. I just wanted something fresh and new. I wanted Houston Celtics. I wanted Houston Cavs. I wanted Warrior Celtics. Just anybody but Warriors. Cavs. You didn't want the Wizards. Anybody. Right. Anybody but Don't Cavs be silly. Warriors. Wants the Wizards. <laughs> and they're my team. Anyway, go on. And now we have them again. Yeah. Uh, game one. Then I thought game one was awesome. It was it was pretty epic. Warriors didn't play that well. Cavs came out, and I just thought, oh my god, this is. This is, and then the epic fail, and then the beat down in OT. P.S. That was totally a charge. They totally ripped LeBron on that. I'm just saying. That was a charge. Whatever, whatever you do, you you can't reverse it. You can't reverse that. You cannot. The call on the floor has to stand there. Wait. So wait. Did they? So they called it a charge. They called it a charge. Then they stop and they go look at the video, and then they're all like, "Oh no, actually, that was a no." Yeah. You can't. Whatever you call, you stick by that call. How can they possibly reverse that? I was in a bar with no audio, and I couldn't. I couldn't see. I couldn't hear like what they called. It was confusing with no audio, and so I just saw the replay and the replay. And technically, he was kind of outside the circle. He he moved. Whatever it was you too. It was too. You can't call. reverse that you call. Can't reverse that call. Then they go and they look at it in slow mo. Oh, and everything. No, 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 no. Dude, that was a charge. I'm I, sorry, but that was a charge. You know, again, it could go either way. So whatever you call, it was close enough where LeBron, who wants to step in and take Kevin Durant on his shoulder? I'd give that to LeBron every single time. It's so stupid. Uh, but then I thought after game one, I was like, all right, maybe this is a series, right? So game two I watched last night, and uh, I just, it's hard to say the sentence, I feel bad for LeBron James, but in a way, I do. I totally feel bad for LeBron James. Because he got rooked. He got rooked by that call, and he got rooked by his teammate for getting the score in an NBA Finals game. I meant in the grand scheme of LeBron. Oh. In the grand scheme of LeBron, he has played with, I think, what you could call LeBron and the Journeyman. Yes, yes, I think you're right. I about think that. it's a new band. Yeah. LeBron and the Journeyman. Yeah. When you look at the 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 teams he's had to face in his like career. Although he did have Dwayne Wade and uh what's his name? Bosch. Yeah, Bosch. Chris Bosch, yeah. Yeah. So we had the one time he had people to play with, you mm-hmm. know, and he had Kyrie. And I'm not, listen, he's had an epic career. It's just one of these things where just because we see him in, his fi- in the finals and we see him lose so many times. And it's like he is literally like when you look at that Cleveland team, like I, I, I don't even know, like George Hill, Larry Nance, Kyle Korver, J.R. Smith. Like, no offense. Like these guys are world class athletes. They're amazing basketball players. They're professional. Please, you know. I was uh, my hip hurt when I did my walk this morning, so I'm not saying they aren't world class athletes. I'm just saying comparatively they're no speaking, Scottie Pippen, am I right? They're no Scottie Pippen, and they're no Dennis Rodman, am I right? I mean, so when we're talking about Paxton we Armstrong, great, no I'm kidding, support <laughs> Aaron. Who is the who is the tall dude that always had the humped, not Crawford, the tall dude with the the kind of humped. Round shoulders. What? With the round shoulders? Oh, uh, he was super tall. They had him on the Bulls for years. He looked 80. Uh, Luke Longley? No, no. He, was, he was black dude. Um, Charles Oakley? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, God. 
Carroll sucks so bad. Probably right that now. same guy who got traded in that trade He's, where you couldn't remember the name. Aaron, could you guy. look that up for me? It's going to drive me crazy. It's it's the center that the Bulls the Bulls had for all those years, and he literally looked like he was going to die on the court. What the hell is his name? It's not Crawford, is it? Mm-mm. Um. Hmm. Once I, I hear it, I know. I actually, I know. I can picture him, but I can't think of yeah, his name. Yeah, he either. was gigantic. Yeah, almost Kevin McHale shoulders. Yeah. Um, oh, Kevin McHale. How many sacks of rice can Kevin McHale carry on his shoulders? The <laughs> what? That was random. <laughs> it just always looks like he's just sacks about, of rice. Just sacks of rice just How coming many in. Sacks of rice. Everybody, please tweet and text us your responses. Um, How many sacks of rice? It's, person who gets closest wins a prize. We do this. Uh, we're doing this new thing where I ask where I ask the viewers uh, some questions, and they respond. So, how many sacks of rice you guys can Kevin McHale? <laughs> now we'll do we'll do a fun one. Is it James Edwards? No, no, it's He's somebody whose name is Carlisle Crawford. Um, what the hell is that dude's name? Oh my god, it's going to drive me crazy. He played repeatedly, won a bunch of rings. Uh, could have been sixth man, seventh man. Um, I think it starts with a C. Oh my God, I have a problem. Um, all right, let's wrap this up. NBA. Yes. Uh, Warriors took control. Um, they won by nineteen. Uh, uh, a couple. Uh, the commentary. This. I just want to just end end with this. Mm. <clears throat> Well, I watched Game Three. I'll probably watch the whole series. Um, I am interested to see what if Cleveland will bounce back in Cleveland. Um, but Rachel Nichols, who's great, uh, she's a great NBA analyst, and she has her own show, and I think maybe on NBA TV or something. Um, but she's been around for a really long time, and she's great. Um, she, and this just made me laugh out loud. She's in all seriousness. She was talking to some, you know, pick a dude, and she goes, um, you know, what, uh, <laughs> what teammate, you know. Uh, needs to step up and contribute um to help to help lebron <laughs> and then i hit pause and i just burst out laughing i was like any of them <laughs> any of them yeah any of them all of them <laughs> yeah how about anybody does something just do something mm-hmm. like kyle corver just specifically there to th- shoot three pointers. i don't think he even had a shot and who wants to step up anybody that has sneakers <laughs> Get on the court and just do something. I've do never, something. Just you guys. do something. LeBron has to, he just might as well just pass to himself off the backboard. I heard they actually also make LeBron drive the bus. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> it's so cruel. They make him do everything. It's nuts. It's just absolutely nuts. ridiculous. It's nuts. Oh, God. Anyway, game three this week. It will be interesting. I think the Cavs will come out probably on fire. The Warriors will weather the storm. It'll be close. Maybe Cavs take three. Warriors take four. They take five. It'll be wrapped up by the weekend. Look at Aaron Foley looking into um, a crystal ball. That's what I think. Yeah. Um. Any luck on the center? You guys, it was Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. I actually knew Carol it. Carol came I up with I just was that. testing you guys. <laughs> Carol just grabbed my boot and put a note in my boot and I took it out. And I was like, oh, Bill Cartwright. Thank you, Carol. Nice work, Carol. Um, WNBA season has started. Uh, already had a good Link Spark showdown on Sunday. Uh, Spark Seattle Storm. I've never seen Sue Bird play live. Ooh. I'm going this Thursday. I'm super pumped. 
Uh, are you uh, you WNBA? You like the WNBA, right? Sure, I like the I like the Mystics, but they were so bad for so I long. Know. We used to call them the Mystics. No. Yeah. Oh wow. I know. Sad but true. Well, you're a DC sports fan. I'm a big DC sports fan. It's true. Uh, wait, the Mystics, are they still there? Yeah. They didn't move, there. did they? I don't think so. Gosh, that'll be embarrassing if they did. Pretty sure they're still in Washington. Hold on. Check it out. I'm really. I know I'm not, I know I'm coming in a little hot. I'm coming in a little hot today. You are are coming in But for some reason, um, I thought they moved. Nope, they're still there. Who am I thinking of that moved to, um, well, we got the Aces in Vegas. Maybe it was, maybe it was something else. Wait, Vegas has a WNBA team now called the Aces? The Aces. Oh my God, that's good. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. That's really good. But I think one of my, my, my favorite UConn players still plays with the, uh, Plays with the mystics, God, the right? sports writer's going to have so much fun with those metaphors. Aces get cracked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, They're going to go to town. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a little bit ridiculous. All right, let's check out Washington mystics. Uh, let's do it. Da, 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 ba, ba. Oh, okay, that's what I'm thinking of, but I wasn't thinking of her first. Uh, you have Elena Deladon. I mean, yeah, that's all you do. need. That's all you need. Uh, I know. She came over from Chicago. She's a dream sequence. She's fantastic. Um, the player I was thinking of uh, got traded in that tr- in that trade, and that was uh, to the um, Knicks. That one to the, the one Knicks. She's yeah. actually now plays for the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my fun Yukon lady uh, that did a lot of dancing, and she was on Fallon. Um, I'll think of her. Listen, today's probably not my strongest day in life. You're doing um, great, baby. You're doing I'm, great. I'm gonna let's go see when. Let's see if the Washington Mystics play the. Um, the sparks. Oh, let's do it. And we it. can go and see her. We'll go. And we'll go see her together. I love it. Let's do um, it. Mystic. Whoa. L.A. Sparks Mystics, but that's in Washington. Hold on. Let's just see let's if they Let's fly come there here. and see it. Washington Mystics, L.A. Sparks, Boom. Saturday, July 7th. <gasps> I'll be out of town. Bummer, oh. dude. Oh, my God. I'll be out of town. Oops. Damn it. Ah. It's always next year. <laughs> There's always next year. I'm going to keep holding my hand keep up like it's going to. Like let me a... just see if they come in. Should we road trip? You like the Statue of Liberty up there. Yeah, of course we should. Um, Friday, August 17th, <laughs> L.A. Sparks. Oh, that's in Washington. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, we might have we'll to. Figure we'll, it maybe out. we'll watch a game on TV. Okay, that sounds good. Um, yeah. I've, I went to see her. I've seen, I've seen Elena Del Dump uh, play live once. But uh, in all the years, I've never, I've never seen my sweet, sweet, sweet Sue Bird play. So Thursday, I'll, some of my dreams are going to come true. Sweet, sweet Sue Bird. Uh, um, she's a dream sequence. Go to WNBA.com. Uh, we're in week two. The game's already so exciting. Uh, and I will report back my findings uh, of Sparks Storm next week. I'm going to, my friend's in town from New York, and she's got, like, MBA, some MBA contacts. It's my friend, uh, Alexandra, and she's like, she's like, hey, do you want to go to the game? I'm like, I'm all in. She's just literally visiting. And she's like, I got four tickets. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, she's the best. I'm super pumped. Uh, it'll be super fun. Let's, let's do Washington Connection. Talk to me about um, the Washington Capitals. The Washington Capitals. And Ovechkin's ties to the Kremlin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this has been an upsetting turn of events. I mean, how much do we love Alexander Ovechkin? I mean... I'm cheering for the Capitals over uh, the most feel-good team ever assembled, according to the uh, National Hockey League, 
because he's never won one. Poor Ovechkin has just been a study in futility, the Caps. They always choke. They always lose to the Penguins. They never make it out of the second round. They're always like one of the best teams in the regular season. So finally they're making it. But, you know, yeah, he's a big tool of Putin. Okay. So when you – let's talk about your book real quick. Okay. Uh, Bear in the Streets. Multiple bears. Multiple bears. Bears in the Streets. Bears in the Streets. The title of the book, people, is called Bears in the Streets. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> I wrote a book. It's called Bears in the Streets. Um, give us a blurb from the book so we know you are a Russian scholar, and that will bleed right into Ovechkin. Yes. So I did this trip across Russia three times, each time 10 years apart, 1995, 2005, 2015. And each time I found the same people that I interviewed on the first trip, and I interviewed them again. It's 20 years of in-depth interviews with ordinary Russian people. It's amazing. I've read it. I bought a copy for my older sister, Tara. She loves it. She's a professor. Madeline Albright liked it, and she gave me a wonderful blurb. Madeline Albright liked it. Yes. Yes. She called it brilliant. So I was very happy about that. So everybody, check it out. Go buy Bears in the Streets by Lisa Dickey. So, of course, Washington Capitals fan, we get... Alex Ovechkin and I think oh my god how perfect is this my worlds collide here it's wonderful and I love Ovechkin and he plays so hard and he's such a caveman and I absolutely love the guy and then he did he recently started this whole social media movement pro Putin thing and I was like wait what what's happening here because in an ideal world you don't really want your no sports fans you know supporting a well, let's not get into that. But so uh, it's, a piece uh, of shit dictator. <laughs> and this is the last episode of Sports Without Balls. Ah, uh, yes, um, yes. Wait, so what does that mean? Like a pro Putin social? What did I'm he do? Not really. It's like. Did he like something on Twitter? <laughs> no, he like started this whole organization. And I think it's for young people. I don't I, I was. It's like a year ago that he started it. And they were reporting on it in the Washington Post. But it's like he's very close to the Kremlin. Like yeah. he's very, you know, he's gotten awards and gone to events and stuff with Vladimir Putin. He, he's a huge fan. So, which is, you know, so I've got to say it's a little surprising to me. It is surprising. I think people also look at, you know, they see what they want to see, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But there's no, uh, you know, better source than uh, you, the lady I'm looking at, to see how how bad He's made things for the Russian people. Well, no, actually, you know what? But they like him. You don't want to get into all this. I know, but I guess... He didn't actually make it all that bad for the Russian people. In many ways, we have to be fair about this because it was much worse for the Russian people under Boris Yeltsin, which is, again, I know this is why you all tune into Sports Without Yes. But actually, the Russians had it much worse under Yeltsin, uh, and they have it better under Putin. But there's a lot of things that Putin does that are... Extra super terrible. Extra super terrible. Yes, That's yes, what, I guess what yes. I mean is it's like it's it's you just it's like selective. You know, it's selective. Like just LGBT rights. You're like it's absolute harrowing, and just even like just the lead up to the Olympics, like the 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 deaths working to let. I just. It, there's not a lot of good news. How about that he tampered with the elections and Ovechkin skating in the United States? <laughs> Just like some basic stuff like that. You're like, I'm not saying he shouldn't, like, that's his country if he wants. But I guess I would say I would keep that under wraps while he's skating for the Washington Capitals. I would say that would be more sensitive than anything. Yeah. And he didn't. And he's out there. He's out there with it. Which yeah. Is, again, it's surprising. Quite fascinating. It's surprising. But I just want to reiterate again that my book is about the ordinary Russian people. Yes, yes. And uh, I'm going to 
try not to take too strong of a position because I would like to get uh, a visa to go back to Russia one day. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing. It's like, it, uh, and then I'll get off this tangent. I'd love to see Russia. Yeah. I'd love to go to, like, I was in Istanbul mm-hmm. and I was like, I could move here. And now when will we ever get back to Turkey? We'll never get back to Turkey. And that's it's just these countries that are just like, yeah. the, it's so, you've n- no idea what you're going to get. And you know, it's just from like one man ruling. It's just, I guess this all comes back to, should I cheer for the Washington Capitol? I was going to say it all comes back to AT&T, I think, doesn't it? Doesn't it, Aaron? It does. It does. I had a really tough customer service uh, phone call, you guys. It uh, sounds to me like the Golden Knights should start playing Eye of the Tiger before the games, you know? Yep. Rocky Four connection. Rocky Four. I did not pick up on that. I, I didn't like, pick. I just. Was... I just nodded my head because it's a great warm up song. <laughs> We're both well, like, there's that too. Okay. It just is good. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. So uh, wait. Was I the Tiger? The movie where he's to uh, fight the big blonde yeah. Russian. Where he's fighting Drago. Drago. Yeah. Oh. Drago. I tear. I tell you, Aaron's filled with insane information. This is that was really. But that not, just came out of left field. But not like almost centers. literally, like from yeah, where well, I'm sitting, you would be in left field. So that's kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't know. I. You know what? Here's here's what I'm going to say. Um, I also you always you always have to try your best to separate um, athletes from uh, politics. From uh, uh, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to cel- celebrate uh, separate politics. It's hard to separate. Uh, you know, flammatory tweets. Um, you always want them to say like the right thing, right? And you always want them to do the right thing, which as we've seen um, every day of our lives uh, does not happen. Uh, Nick Young had some really uh, gross misogynistic tweets um, and uh, there he is shooting for the Warriors. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, every time he got the ball, I was like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't wanna, you don't wanna know, but then you know, cause of social media. So I'm just going to look at Ovechkin's career on the ice, mm-hmm. um, Capitals fans, the organization, uh, the heartbreak, um, and he's one of he's so much fun to watch. And I'm just going to go with that. I think that's fair. It's it's really it's a just really thing we it. could have we could talk about this for four hours. We could. It's so hard mm. to separate athletes from what they do or what they talk about, unless it's like. You know, there's some people that you, the, the behavior and the commentary is so outrageous that you can't separate it, but it's hard. I mean, in, on every team, if you think about it, like each each of these teams has multiple guys. Yeah. And a lot of the guys have done really crappy, awful things, you yeah. know, and it's just very difficult. Like if you literally only want to cheer for a team where all of the people are upstanding citizens who've never done a, a terrible thing or hold yeah. a terrible point of view, you really can't be a sports fan. No, you can't. It's yeah. Even uh, on my sweet, beloved U.S. women's national team, uh, there's a, a, a player, I'm not going to name her, I'm not going to give her that level of respect, mm-hmm. um, who got called up to the national team. And because of her faith, and I'm going to put that in quotes because it's not a disrespect to faith, it's just a disrespect to someone that can say they're Christian uh, which would be um, treat someone like uh, you would treat yourself, uh, treat your neighbor, love your neighbor, um, that did not get called up. She refused to get called up because the national team was um, in support of uh, Pride Month, and I think there was a jersey or a patch or something that was um, yeah, I read that in, just in, in yeah. support of... Um, so she's literally not going to play on the national team because she would have to wear a patch in support of gay rights. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Now, this happened last year, but she finally said that was the reason. She wow. didn't give the reason, but everyone speculated. Um, <clears throat> yeah. How? That's what I mean. You're like, okay. Yeah. Well, how, how, do I get, how do I possibly get that around my head? How, how do I now look at her and, and cheer for her? And cheer for her? Yeah. I mean, you don't. <laughs> it's it just it's that's what i mean it's it's so yeah, hard it's like know. it's such a blow it's like i just also think it's like one of these things where like you can feel that way right you can feel that way mm-hmm. but as a person it's sort of like really hiding behind this oh you know my faith christianity like i'm not gonna bake you a cake that's you know what i mean and you're just like in at that time you're doing the most unchristian like thing <laughs> You're making a population feel like a bag of fucking garbage. That's 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 what it is. Her yeah. not putting a jersey on. I have a I'm gay. <laughs> How does that it's just it's terrible. Yeah. Just don't say anything. How yeah. about that? Yeah. You can you can but like I th- I thought about it. I pray I'm like just stop. Just stop. All right, well here's a thought experiment for you though, really though. So, like, let's say the NRA is, like, sponsoring the women's team. Would you put on a jersey with an NRA patch? The NRA would never sponsor women's <laughs> soccer. That is a moot argument, and I refuse to answer. If the NRA was like, Aaron, we want to, we love sports without balls. Um, here's a gazillion dollars to keep doing what you do, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to wake up in a financial panic at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. Not that I, it's fine. <laughs> you guys are fixed. <laughs> the choices. Uh, I, uh, no. You wouldn't do it. No. I can't. How do I get up in the morning? How do I get up in the morning? I can, I fully support gun ownership. Mm-hmm. Fully support gun ownership, but this is this is what they, they make the morally equivalent. But the NRA I know, is it? I know. It's just they're so bad. They will. I they agree. are literally so evil. Yep. They're so evil. But so the issue is not. You're like she should just put the jersey on. But the issue is that she sees that in the same like light that we see an NRA patch, right? Like for us, it's like I cannot wear that for what it represents. To her mind, like gay rights is like the most awful thing ever obviously like she can't even put on a jersey with a little patch on it yeah you see what i mean well i guess it's like it's really hard to compare <laughs> i would agree with because that. the nra could come out and say like uh we we want everyone to have a gun and i'd be like okay um not my thing but whatever knocks your socks off but here's here's how we're gonna really protect we're gonna we're gonna go out of our way to protect people that should not have a gun mm-hmm. right or or just just basic just basic stuff right i would be like okay mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you're selling a product i don't want but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that person sitting to the right of me doesn't want it can right. we just please put every safety precaution in place literally sitting to the right of that you. just to me is like <laughs> yeah. yeah the the most basic common sense you can ever have right, right. but her view of, of of taking a population of human beings and degrading them over the guise of this is religion is so demoralizing. So I, you know what I mean? Like I'm with you, man. Yeah, I know you're with me. It's just, it's so. And it actually kind of kills me to play the devil's advocate because this is a very personal issue for me and my own family. But you know, it's, uh, I'm with you. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just, I, I, I could never. And you know what? Can I just say one thing about the cake thing? And we've turned into a total political thing now. Yeah. But I think 
if the, if people are now going to be able to say, I won't make a cake for gay people, I think they ha- they should have to put a sign up in the window that says that. Yeah. And then they'll see how their sales go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's fine. Okay. You don't want to make them, that, but you have to put something in the window that says we won't because then, other, so, because you don't want to have people going in and then they get embarrassed because they say, oh, it's for a gay wedding. They say, no, you got to get out of here. Just put a little sign in the window that says we refuse to serve gay customers and see how well your business does. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, just, just basic. It's just, uh, it's just so it's so it's so cringeworthy. It's so cringeworthy. What I mean, you have got you got, and I'll we can wrap it up. But you have one go around, yeah, right. You have one go around in life. Yep. And cake is delicious. What if you had to wear a jersey that had an AT and T patch? At this point, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to dump my phone and my cable into the river oh, and just uh, somehow get my sports some other way. Somehow. Uh, yeah, I just, I just think the, the biggest thing of all is, is if you, if you get up in the morning and you work for a company or you go out of your way to make another human being not feel good about themselves, it is the worst evil. It's the worst evil. I don't know how people do it. Let's all be kind to each other, people. Let's be good to each other. Be good to each other. That's the message. I'll tell you, here's the perfect example. Yesterday, I'm watching UCLA, Florida State, bringing it all back, people. <laughs> it's a special episode of Sports Without Balls. <laughs> Very special. I'm a diehard UCLA softball fan. Diehard. Florida State beats us 3-1 in the first game, 12-6 to in the second game. I mean, we got our asses kicked. Was I, would I wear, would I wear a Florida State patch? On my, on my, uh, if Florida State was like, we want to sponsor your show, of course. You know why? Can, good for them. Good for these women. Good for these women. It's probably a poor analogy, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, you got, what am I going to sit here in absolute anger and scream and, and say these women are, t- like, these women, they were so, like, by the end, I was like, I can't help cheering for these women. I mean, they did it. I, I mean, I love my girls, but like th- this team, they lost. Their, I was telling Aaron this. They lost their first game on Thursday. It's a double elimination. So they went into what they call like, I hate to use this word, but like loser bracket, losing bracket, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird, like you're at the top of your game, but you're you can a loser. Call underwinners. Uh, under. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I got to write that down. The underwinners bracket. Underwinners bracket. <laughs> I think it's actually called elimination bracket. So sorry about that. But um, I'm going to put the NRA in the, in the loser's bracket. Uh, the, uh, so they had to go into the underwinter bracket. This sounds like underwire. <laughs> it does. Uh, which most of them are probably wearing. Uh, so they go into the underwinter, underwinter bracket. <laughs> they have to win, I think, six games. I think they had to win then. Um, so they could not lose again. They could not lose again if they wanted to go to the finals. Mm-hmm. I do believe they had to win at least one on Friday. Let's just say they had to win one on Friday. Mm-hmm. They have to win one on Friday. They had to wake up Saturday morning uh, and beat Georgia, which they did. Then they had to beat Oregon, the number one team, which they did. And because of that, then they got the opportunity to play UCLA and they had to beat them twice, and they did. It's amazing. It was unbelievable. It's quite a comeback. And I wasn't cheering for them any of the times. Mm-hmm. No, I was cheering for them against Georgia. Uh, but I was cheering for Oregon. 
Then I was like, I literally, I think they, I think they beat Oklahoma. I think no. they beat, like, it was, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. It was one of those, it was one of these games where, and we've seen it as, as crazy sports fans, like your team just, like, it's just not their day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're probably the better team, mm-hmm. uh, but it, they just, they just couldn't, they so, couldn't get it going. Sometimes you just lock up. You know, like particularly for hitting or, yeah. you know, when you're just like, ah. And you're a crazy softball player. I am. Are you in a league on, right now? Uh, I am in a league right now. I play in Glass of the Gate and Lesbian Amateur Softball Association. Every Sunday. It's the best thing ever. Oh, my God. I didn't even yeah. know that existed. Oh, yeah. It's called Glass. you play? You should play in Glassa. And then we're actually playing in the, there's a softball world series in New Orleans in September. And we're oh playing. Oh, my God. How fun. Yeah, baby. Yeah. But I, it, wait, but it's slow pitch, right? Mm-hmm. I I just can't hit the ball. Well, that's okay. Just come out and swing anyway. You should you should sort you could you should play. It's I don't fun. know. I mean, I want to. I'm just the I just the slow pitch is just death at the plate for Aaron. You can Bowie. actually I can catch listen, anything. You can go to the cages and practice hitting slow pitch. Oh, I know. I know. It just sounds terrible. It's better than not playing. No, I mean I just There's haven't no played. Leads. I know. I know, and probably I'd be terrified of a ball of a of a a, a riser. Oh my God, these pitchers! <laughs> I these pitchers. I I mean, I watched more softball in the last five days than I have in probably years, and I was just literally blown away. Yeah. If if you're if you want to go back and see some of the greatest pit, Paige Parker, who won back to back finals um, or World Series the last two years with Oklahoma. She pitched like the last like X amount of games in the last couple of days. I wound up losing, but she's one of the greatest pitchers I think I've ever seen. Have you seen? There's a video of a softball pitcher pitching to like MLB players. Yeah, and they're like, I mean, because they, yeah. they can't. They're so used to following the overhand pitch. Yeah, and also those pitchers are farther back, but they're trying to hit and they can't get the bat on it. Yeah, it's great. I think there was a, a really cool video of Jenny Finch pitching to mm-hmm. like some MLB players yeah. last year in like a, you know wreck something or fundraiser or whatever and it was yeah i mean the like the rise ball yeah just all of a sudden it's here then it's up here yep the cork it's a cork ball a screw ball. i just was like i'm just amazed and the glove work you guys don't get us started on the glove work oh my god it was i called my parents yesterday uh mary and dick foley who are huge <laughs> sports fans uh they were in the middle of a shitty tampa bay game and I said, turn this on. And they started watching it. And they were like, we were talking about this morning. They were like, it's just like, Bonkers. it's so good. Yeah. Uh, I just, I could watch. So so just to get, get everybody caught up. Uh, first of all, huge congratulations to uh, UCLA. It was an amazing season. I'm and like, this is the first year I ever went to the stadium. I don't know why. Why have I yeah, not been going to that? games? That's crazy. It's crazy. I watch them on TV, but I don't. It's like right down the street. Uh, so I'm going to be, a cri- uh, we made a little video for them last week and uh, sent it to nice. the team because uh, Trish knows someone, uh, 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 an ex-player, Lisa. Um, and uh, yeah, the whole thing was so fun. So huge congratulations to Oregon and UCLA and Oklahoma um, Georgia, all these teams that made the that made the the, the quarters and semis, and uh, it was it was such a great weekend of, um, of softball. And then Monday tonight 
is Washington, Florida State. It's on ESPN and ESPN2, and they play two games out of three, or the two out of three. Um, I, I'm going to go with Washington just mm-hmm. because I think they're absolutely well-rested and they have uh, – I don't know if they have better pitching. They have better defense. Um, but Florida State, I, I would – not be surprised if they literally took two and it was done by tomorrow night. They got the big mo. There, there's something. They got the big mo. The mojo? Momentum. Oh, momentum. <laughs> you never heard that? The big mo? You never heard the big mo? No. Momentum. They got all the momentum. Hmm. Aaron, I'm going to have to school you. What's your prediction? Washington, Florida State. Florida State. Seminoles. That's my prediction. I kind of want Washington to win because Florida State beat everybody I love for the last three days. But if Florida State does it, I'll be, I'll be, honestly, I'll be happy for them. They deserve it. Come on, give it to them. I, I didn't think it could get better last year when Oklahoma played Florida and it was a game three deciding game and it went into the 17th inning. It was so crazy. Like I was living and dying for it. And uh, and this year, I just think it's going to be like another epic battle. Speaking of which, on like extra innings extravaganzas, did you see the thing where Max Scherzer of the Nationals in the 14th inning gets a single and then he comes all the way around on a double because he's a monster. He's fantastic. He was pinch hitting. They put in Max Scherzer as a pinch hitter. Uh, I... I think he's I think he's going to go down as one of Aaron Foley's all-time favorites. He is so amazing. He's so first of all the blue eye brown eye. I, I can't know. even. And then he's got a, a dog with two different eye color. It's fantastic. Like he's the best. Um we he went in in the 14th inning. 14th I just, inning. I didn't realize. He's been on the bench the whole time and they're like we need a pinch hitter. And Max Scherzer's hitting like 300 or something. It's Ridiculous. Crazy. Yeah, he's like 8 for 28 or something. Let's segue right into this. Let's do it. What do you? What are your feelings? Um, that uh, would you do? Uh, pitchers always should hit. Yeah, I kind of think pitchers should hit. I'm pro that. I don't. I kind of don't. I'm not into the DH. I'm really not. I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of that we can have Thank a bit an on MLB league. Yeah. With two different sets of rules for each conference. It's it doesn't nuts. even it doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. I agree. It's seriously the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I agree. I also think ballparks should be the same dimensions, but I get a lot of flack that, for that. That part I'm okay I know. with. That. No that one agrees fun. with me. Come and on. I and I I get it. I've softened my stance. Except it just doesn't my stats, my Virgo stats brain. I oh, just Oh no, I, your Virgo stats brain. I no. just don't understand how one could be three ninety and the other one could be four fifteen. You know what would be hilarious if they had some that were like a total different shape i had like a jagged outfield (laughs) with all these weird corners that'd be great they'll be like there's no rule against it i just i get so you know pick one for me a pitcher should always hit i think it's great i think the pitcher should hit but then i get i've been watching the american league for so long that i watch national league games and i kind of hate it then Mm. because then i'm like here comes an out so i get both arguments unless you got scherzer at the plate but i do think it's kind of crazy how pitchers don't hit. Like, in theory, like, I, I get it. It's like... I also don't understand why it's just, like, they all have to stink. Like, why don't? Yeah. Why can't they get out and take some batting practice? Like, most of these guys could hit when they were younger. Like, when you're a kid and you're I'm a pitcher, sure they could all you hit. still hit, and you're, like, you're like the amazing athlete on your team. Like, if you but made now, it to the yeah. big, big leagues. So I don't get that. I don't get why it's like, oh, we can't have our pitchers go out and take batting practice. We don't want them. I get it. I don't... Yeah. You ready? One word. Aaron, what's the word I'm going to say? Pliability. Money. That's oh. <laughs> all so it is. Sorry, I went It took Tom Aaron Brady a minute. Though. I was like, Aaron's asleep back there. That's fabulous. I wake him up when uh, we do baseball stories. Aaron? Yeah, yeah. Money. 
Money. They will bronze this kid, this kid's arm at 13. It's money. just pitching, 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 pitching. Money, money, money. Um, and but the thing is, it's it's so ridiculous because I've lost all respect for the game. No, I've lost <laughs> actual pitchers to season-ending ankle injuries when they try to pitch. They're an American League pitcher. They're pitching in a National League park. They have to do something so awkward, which is crazy that hitting is awkward. And they're running around the bases, which they never do, even though they're a professional baseball player. And they, like, blow out their ankle. Chen, Yankees. <laughs> now he's a washed-up picture for the freaking Marlins. <laughs> the freaking Marlins. Oh, I have some bad news. Wow. Aaron, are you ready for this? I, I suppose. Or, oh, shoot. Is it the peaches are no longer in first? The peaches are no longer in first. Oh, Oh, I had a real bad slide last week. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Um, I went from first to third. It's only like two games that separate us. But last week, I went two, seven, and one. Just terrible. That is terrible. Abs, like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And I was only like a couple RBIs out, a couple runs out. And then... The Orioles and the Yankees kept getting rained out. I lost three games. I lo- That's Manny Machado, Greg Bird, Aaron Judge. Lost them all. I lost like 20 at-bats. I am only just now understanding what the hell you were talking about. The I'm stress like, the peaches, level, Lisa. The peaches. I'm so I'm like, sorry. The peaches. My fantasy baseball now team. I, I totally apologize. I was so confused there for a minute, though. Um, Rockford Peaches update. Now we're in third. I'd also like to say this. Um, I might put the, one of the guys in the league back on the bus. Back on the bus is their segment when, um, uh, oh my God, I have, a, I, have a, I have an update. Sorry. <laughs> my brain is not working today. Oh, what, min, what minute are we on? Uh, almost 54. Oh God. All right. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> okay. First of all, I'd like to apologize to everybody who listens to this podcast. I'd like to apologize to the Patreon. I, uh, I'm having a day. Uh, I'd also like to personally uh, say sorry to Lisa Dickey, even though I'm having a really good time with you guys, I guess. <laughs> um, two quick things. I'm going to, we have a back on the bus segment um, that was started by uh, Mary and Dick Foley when they get so angry at Tampa Bay Rays players, they want to put them back on the bus and send them to Durham, North Carolina. <laughs> so it's a segment where whenever uh, someone has really crappy behavior, we put them back on the bus. Okay. So as I was saying this, I remembered uh, what my dad said this morning. That was absolutely hilarious. But uh, the back on the bus, um, I might, uh, there is a a team in my fantasy league that's in last place, right? Um, And they're really like, they're, it's just not going for them, right? So it's almost, you know, almost mid-July. I wouldn't say it's, but you pretty much know, or mid-June, it's going to be a hard push to get to the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's impossible. So I emailed him, and I gave him, I just just from a starting position, uh, I proposed a trade. And I've never proposed a trade before. Aaron, I know it, it's not, a, it's not t- terrible, but the guy did not respond, and what? that's why he's back on the bus. Mm. I gave Mark Reynolds, okay, mm-hmm. he's not playing every day, but he's smashing the ball like crazy. Yeah. Um, Span, Denard Span, whose numbers for an outfielder right now are coveted as far as on-base percentage, steals. The guy's hitting the ball up. Now, I know he just got traded to Seattle, but he's still playing well. Um, a draft pick next year, 
I think I went with like 10th round, but if he said 7th, I would have given it to him. For Nomar Mazzara. I don't even hear back. What are Mazzara's numbers? I am not familiar. Really good. Oh, well. <laughs> They're really good. I love, like I'm obsessed with Nomar Mazzara. Like obsessed with them. All you have to do is say, price is too high. Look at my roster. Grab another player or say fifth round. I would have said yes. You know what? Put that guy back on the bus. Thank you. Back on the bus. Screw that guy. Just respond to the freaking email. You know what he was probably doing? Do he's probably he, figuring out who's better, LeBron or... <laughs> he's probably... That's probably what he's doing. LeBron or George. Do you think he's insulted by your offer? No one should be insulted. The, Hawaii is on fire. Giuliani's like, Trump shouldn't testify because our memories keep changing. <laughs> Fucking email me back. <laughs> You guys, I'm cracking. Oh, she is cracking. Listen. Do you ever have a moment where you guys shouldn't be in public, but then you're in public and then there's video cameras on you? No, that never happens to me. I stay right at home. But look at you. And now look at you. You are losing it. And I'm right here witnessing it. Wow. Thank God we've been friends forever. <laughs> what if you were someone I didn't this know that well. first time? And you were like, well, come be on my podcast. And then it's like, what's happening here? Oh, my God. Jesus. Thank you, Aaron. I got I got to go. <laughs> It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, you'll get you'll get a kick out of this. <laughs> this morning, uh, I was talking to my parents, of course, about baseball, and my dad goes, uh, <clears throat> he goes, uh, I can't, of course. He gets really riled up about the Rays, and he goes, of course, I give, you know, who's doing well? Darnard Span. Where's Span? Now he's not a Ray. Now he's not a Ray. Oh. And I said to your mother, maybe it's a good thing. This is a good thing because you know, of course, your mother and I want to take that manager. We want to take cash. You know, and, you know, we, we don't even want to put him back on the bus. We want to send him south. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> send him south. And he goes, yeah, South America. Wow. I, I can't even. I totally thought for a minute he meant hell. <laughs> <laughs> My parents want to send, is it Kevin Cash? Is that Kevin? Yeah, yeah, Ke Kevin Cash. They want to send him to South America, Aaron. Wow. It's worse than being back on the bus. They want to send him south. Wow, your parent, your dad was mad. I mean, he was mad. It just, I just sometimes I'd like to repeat what my parents say, so I seem less batshit crazy, <laughs> because they literally, it's they formed me. Wow. And my dad is about to turn eighty. Like, don't ever smoke. Has trouble just breathing. As a human being, and he's like, we wanted to send that guy south. <laughs> he's so funny. You should have recorded that and then just I play know. that. You should push push a little button and get that. We're going to send that guy south. I do have a recording of Mary Foley three years ago on my phone looking up in her prayer book if there was a saint you could pray to for sports outcome. Well, surely there must be. Is there? She determined there was... She called back. I have it on. I have it recorded. Uh, that there was a saint, um, something that was. Uh, uh, it, it was more like a saint of like physical activity. Oh, <laughs> it was the cutest conversation ever recorded by two sports nerds. <laughs> um, and 
I hope my mom has a moment of like, yeah, now I get why Aaron's gay. Uh, what, do we, what do we got now? We're we're okay. Oh my God, we we're, we're killing it. We're killing 30 it. Thirty seconds. All right, what didn't I do? Oh, call it. Okay, let's do really quick. We'll do National Women's Soccer League. Let's do it. Um, and then Serena. Oh, uh, yeah. Two, Serena. Two things. Okay. All right. We have five minutes. All right. Um, Serena Williams. Serena pulls out of the French Open. She did pectoral muscle. Yes. She can't serve. Although she was serving really well I in the know. previous match, she pulled out. But it you know what? Sharapova day. I was, right. I so was, here's what's fascinating, right? So everybody's all like the Serena Sharapova rivalry. Yeah. Take a take a wild guess. What is their what is their all time match? Well, I, I, know? I know, you know it, it, but it's, it's, two it's and 950 and one, okay. right? <laughs> so 19 wins for Serena, two for Sharapova, and Sharapova has not beaten Serena since 2004. Oh. 2004. So 14 years of futility. So, like, I don't doubt that Serena's hurt. Yeah. But also, I think she really didn't even want to take a chance of possibly losing to Sharapova injured. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder the greatest, if she would have powered through it otherwise. I, I totally... I think if it wasn't that this was like her comeback, she might have slugged through it. Yeah. But when you're physically trying to get back on your feet, yeah. And then she probably just yanks something. She's getting an MRI. But this is how good Serena is. She said, "I can't play. I can only play if I'm like fifty or sixty percent." Wow. I mean, she's amazing. She's amazing. She's she the, literally she was is. like, if I can't just at least give 50 or 60%, she's like, I just felt like I, but this was like in passing. This was just yeah. like, it was like her interview. She's like, I just felt like I couldn't give 60%, 60%. Like people won't play yeah. if they can't give 190. She is, in my opinion, the greatest of all time, either her or LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love you so much. I can't stand it. Uh, Serena Williams out of the French. Aaron Foley in the French. I'll be playing Sharapova in hours. Sweet. I got to stretch my hamstrings this out. This is the warm-up. Yeah, you better stretch those hammies. Um, if I don't crack in half as a human being, I'll be playing Sharapova <laughs> in a matter of hours. <laughs> um, U.S. Women's National Team, soccer. Uh, if you go on ussoccer.com, I will post this on Patreon. And uh, uh, I'll just post it on Patreon. Because that's where I'm posting now. Uh, except I know I have to get better at it. Um, it was announced June 7th, June 12th, July 26th, July 29th, August 2nd. Uh, Utah, Cleveland, Ohio, Kansas City, East Hartford, Connecticut, and Bridgeview, Illinois um, against China. And then uh, Ch China, Japan, Australia, and then Brazil um, just announced. The roster was also announced um, which we'll go into more depth next week. But most of the stars, a couple people let off, a couple people on. Uh, no Sydney LaRue, which hurts me, mm. hurts me. No Ellie Krieger. They just seem to be not in Jill Ellis's favor whatsoever. Mm. Uh, but we've got, um, you know, there was a, just a couple surprises for my nerd soccer brain. A-Rod, Amy Rodriguez, didn't see, I'd, I'd ever think I'd see her back on the team. Um, always liked her. Just a little surprised that she was called and not LaRue. Um, Kristen Press. Oh, yes. yeah. Kristen Press. Kristen Press jersey. Um, back on. I didn't think she was in favor because she's not playing for U U.S. Women's Soccer League this summer uh, because whatever, different reasons. So very excited to see her back. Um, so anyway, that's just a, just a shout out to let everybody know, go on us soccer.com. 
U.S. Women's National Team, we've got five or six opportunities this summer to see them play. Um, and go on iTunes. We have an iTunes shout-out. Ooh, and I have to do that real quick. Uh, iTunes shout-out. Give us a review, five-star review, and I will read it on air, which I love to do. Um, we have a mutual friend, Bridget McManus. Bridget McManus has gotten two five-star reviews. What? Um, Monkey41101 and KT917! Exclamation point. I don't think those are their first names. Um, <laughs> please make Bridget McManus the third co-host. And another one that says, excellent. Uh, uh, always love when she brings her zaniness to the show. Oh, Lanny which is an inside joke, Lanny the horse. Um, <laughs> that is really inside. I don't get that at all. Uh, because last summer, Lanny was uh, at the Kentucky Derby, and oh. we just went over horse names, and uh, I just kept, I was obsessing over Lanny. I'd go, oh, Lanny. And then we watched <laughs> it, and Lanny basically backed into the gate. What? It was really just one of the funniest moments of all time. Uh, and I'm running out of time, otherwise I'd do it more. Uh, excellent five-star, uh, KT917, excellent. Always enjoy when Bridget McManus uh, comes on. Um, still nothing beats Drew Drogi's Glitter in the Garbage podcast. Thank you for giving us a review and recommending something else that's funnier. And Bridget McManus is and, the funniest uh, ever. Bridget I'm McManus. in agreement there. And I love Drew Drogi. I just aces. It was kind of a weird thing to yes. say but i still said it because uh i appreciate the five stars and i also appreciate true jogi uh we have this one thing before the feel good moment of the week yes uh every week for the past four or five weeks i've been super pumped uh we are uh partnering with uh secret active deodorant which i wear which i have on right now uh and so we're going to do another shout out secret active uh here's the thing secret active uses sweat activated technology Odor neutralizing molecules to trap odor, lock it away, then replace it with a fragrance. Here's the greatest thing ever. It works all day long. Trish and I are obsessed with this. 48 hours. You put it what? on once and it literally lasts for 48 hours. I don't reapply. And that's the greatest 48 thing. 48 hours? Women on the go. Available cool scent, fresh scent, sports scent, invisible solid, clear gel, invisible sp uh, spray designed for women on the move. You and I are women on the move. What did you do right before you got here? I worked out. You worked out. Yeah, I, I did. I went around the reservoir, 2.2 .2 miles. <laughs> I went slow, but I didn't sweat because I had secret active deodorant on. <laughs> She um, put it on yesterday morning, and it's still good. I put it on Friday, and it's still right. <laughs> uh, ditch the white marks on your clothes with clear gel that goes on clears, mm. dries fast. Uh, invisible spray, 48 hours of freshness, protecting you against odor and sweat. Secret active deodorant. Get it. Women on the move. Active ladies. This is for you. Invisible spray. The can is invisible, too. It's super cool. <laughs> you can't see it at all. You're just it's kind great. of... It's like the Wonder Woman it. plane. It's like secret invisible spray. Uh, we just nailed this podcast. Yeah, we did. And when I say nail, I'm like, thank God Lisa was here for keeping me on the rails. <laughs> and we learned. It was not easy, my friends. It was, uh, I'm not going to say it was a bit of a train wreck on my part, but not every day can you stick the landing. Good times. Here's what we learned. What uh, we, Ovechkin learn? got some ties to Putin, but we can't... Um, but we're still going to cheer for him. We're still going to cheer for him because sometimes you have to separate. You can try to separate. Uh, we learned um, that losers are also under winners. Under winners. 
That's right. Uh, uh, National Women's Soccer League uh, has games, WNBA, uh, uh, second week of the season. I'm going to go see them on Thursday and report back to you. We've got Washington, Florida State. We've got Cavs, Warriors. We've got Caps, uh, Vegas Aces. Uh, all, all Caps, baby. All Caps. Uh, uh, UFC, uh, Lady Fans, Holly Holm is playing Anderson in a big matchup on Saturday. Check that out. Um, hit me up on Sports Without Balls at Gmail. Um, SWB pod on Twitter, sports without balls on Instagram, uh, hit us up five star reviews. Uh, we will report it. Feel good moment of the week. I'm just going to say this, the feel good moment of the week. Now you've experienced this as a player and maybe as a fan, I watched five days of women's college, uh, softball and it was so feel good because they did a lot of um, interviews with parents in the stands. And to see the support of the families and whenever the women, uh, whoever hit a home run, they would get the ball and they'd bring it back to their parents. I, I, I was literally oh crying God. all weekend. It was so, they interviewed one set of parents. Um, I think it was, her last name is Cheryl. Uh, she was local Oklahoma kid, went to Florida State, has been killing it. She's a freshman, second base. Uh, and the, I'm literally getting chills and the, and the father, the mother was like, you know, it was so exciting and we're just, you know, so supportive. And the father drives 15 hours from Oklahoma to Tallahassee to repeatedly throughout the season to, he goes, it's just, you know, it's, it's what you want is like, you see them as a little girl and you think this is it. They're playing on the biggest stage. And she's like, and the wife's like, I just, you know, I just want to fly Southwest, but he just loves to drive. So he just, <laughs> I fly and he gets in the car. I literally, it was literally like, and to see the support of UCLA, they had all their alumni back and the cheering for all these teams. It was so wonderful. It was so feel good. You want all your like, all these little girls, and they, they can say, like, I can do it. And also, they're mentioning the Women's Fast Pitch League that's going to be televised more this year. The whole thing was so feel-good and wonderful. Um, yeah. Let's hear it for the sports parents. For sports parents, bring sports, their little girls out to sports play. Sports parents. It's awesome. Support them. Yeah. A huge round of applause to sports parents. Aaron Foley, you have stuck this landing, Missy. You really have. <clears throat> I feel like um, it was like a it was like a Carrie Strug, and you really were my Bar- Bella Caroli. You were my Caroli. You picked me up. You came in with a shattered ankle, <laughs> and then you stuck the landing, and I am carrying you out. It's so good. Yay, yeah. we did it. Woo, sports without balls. Bears in the streets, Lisa Dickey. LisaDickey.com? Yeah, LisaDickey.com. Check out my stuff. And do you have links to your ghost writing from there or I do. no? Okay. You can find All right, out good. My super secret ghost writing. That All I right. Because Lisa's like been cranking out books, uh, uh, ghost writing books. She's a phenomenal author. Bears in the Streets, lisadickey.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Aaron you for Foley. being my Bella Caroli. <laughs> um, and I will always be your Carrie Strzok. <laughs> uh, Sports with All Balls fans, friends, family, have the best week of your life. <laughs>